Hi, I'm Nadine Floyd from the Mental Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily community meditation, where today we're talking about piercing the heavens. And so I think I got a, a good one for you today. Something new that I feel like God's been teaching me. It comes from Genesis chapter 11, verse 6. It's the story of the Tower of Babel. So you're probably familiar with the story. These people who are not following God, not connecting with God, not seeking to do things God's way. They're seeking to rebel against God, actually. They're trying to build a tower up to the heavens so they can make themselves gods, basically. But think about this. For everything that we see, there's also a reciprocal that can happen if we do things God's way. And so these people say, hey, let's make bricks. Let's bake them thoroughly. Well, we know God doesn't like to build with brick. God likes to build with stones. It's interesting. You look in the original Hebrew of it. It says they replaced bricks for the cornerstone. They replaced bricks for Jesus. Look here. It says in Genesis chapter 11, 6, it says, The Lord said, If as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. I felt like God was prompting me to, to look up this verse the other day. So I went in and I began to look it up. Some versions say nothing that these people have imagined to do will be impossible for them. But you look up in the Hebrew, it's very interesting. It says that these people had begun to do. That word for begun is actually pierced. You look at some of the ancient Hebrew teachings. They talk about these people were trying to pierce the heavens. So that the things that were being withheld would not be withheld anymore. There would be an opening that would cause... Uh, one of the things they're talking about, actually, is that this is right around the time after the flood happened with Noah. That they didn't want God to store things up in heaven anymore, to store up the flood waters in heaven anymore. So they would pierce the heavens so that those waters would come down. Pretty interesting to think about. It said if once they pierced the heavens then nothing they planned to do would be impossible. In the Hebrew, it says withheld from them. Nothing would be withheld. I don't know if there's some things in your life that have been withheld. Seems like they're being held up or getting held back for some reason. Think of it like a, a balloon. All these amazing things that God's got stored up for you in heaven. This year in 2023, our message is God saved the best for now, we talked about heaven is the storehouse of God's bounty. Think of it like a, a balloon. Actually, the concept that I feel like God has been, been showing me is think of it like a woman who's pregnant and her water breaks. I know in my, in my own uh, family, when my wife went into labor, the doctor actually went in, he broke, he pierced, broke it free. Where the water broke free. And that's what started everything. Got the process started. So once those heavens are pierced, nothing is withheld. Just think about that. So we're going to ask God to teach us about this today. I think he's got some amazing things he wants to show us with this. And I feel like what he's showing me is the other day we asked. What Jesus said, he told the woman at the well, if you would ask him for the living water, then he would give it to you. And so as we pierce those heavens, we're going to believe we're going to get this sudden flow of this living water. Think about the side of Jesus. When his side was pierced, 
It says there was a sudden flow of blood and water. Suddenly, as soon as it was pierced, everything breaks free. So we're going to take communion over this today. Heavenly Father, we're going to get started with our daily prayer here, and then we'll get into our time of communion. We just thank you. Thank you for this time here. We pray for every, uh, everybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was struck down, he was smitten, bruised and pierced and crushed and destroyed. Also that you could be on our side, that you could be fighting for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you more and more. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us. And the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us. And the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead. And you seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion. And every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us. And to make your face shine upon us, let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us, so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us make the most of those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal. And do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And Father, we're asking for your help, Lord. We're asking you to teach us. Teach us about this piercing of the heavens. This, this, this phrase just keeps coming up on the inside of me lately. And somehow I think it's linked to our imagination as well. Father, teach us about this. Teach us how to walk in this so that no good thing is withheld from us. All those good things that you've got stored up, they just are released and they flow to us beautifully and effortlessly from above. And we thank you the night Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We get this opportunity today to remember, just to take a moment to remember. we got you with us. You're with us. You love us. And nothing's impossible for you. You've got the power. And we've been made one with you through the one sacrifice of Jesus. And so I thank you for this bread and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go and take our bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he said, this is the cup of the new covenant. 
in my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. We get to have this covenant relationship with you, Father. And so I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go ahead and take our juice. All right, let's talk about some practical health and fitness tips. Because I think physical fitness, physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. So just a quick reminder today. The shortcut to seeing God's grace flowing in your physical exercise is to do your best to make it beautiful. Do your best to make it beautiful. Beautiful exercise, breathing and movement synchronized moving gracefully and beautifully. Do your best to make it beautiful. It's a shortcut to seeing his grace flow in your workout. But I hope this is enough for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing, you go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.